The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of Aussie-made on-demand videos to help you look to God daily. Be challenged by a series of apologetic interviews produced by Creation Ministries International and inspired by Helping Hands, which showcases people and organisations who make the world a better place. There are new videos being added every week in the free Vision Christian Media app. Just tap the Watch tab to see the growing selection. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Let's get a little bit of focus today on issues to do with pro-life and abortion because there is some accusation that comes against people who are pro-life when they are standing on the side of of being a voice for the voiceless, those unborn children, that sometimes they're accused of imposing their values on others uh, because the law makes a big statement and people feel as though whatever the law says must be right. Bill Muhlenberg has been focusing on these issues for some time and even last week we were talking along a similar sort of line about imposing values on others and whether Christians feel as though they're imposing their values whenever they enter into a debate. Let's talk about pro-life issues today. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, this particularly applies, doesn't it, when it comes to this issue of pro-life and uh, the abortion issue, because the accusation that comes against pro-lifers is, you know, stop imposing your values on others. Uh, And uh, usually uh, for people who will stand up and be pro-life, that is something that they've got to learn to to live with, is that there will be people who will criticise. Yes, absolutely. It's very common to hear this kind of complaint. Oh, you're just trying to force us to, uh, you know, live in your little narrow moral world. Well, I mean, everybody's doing it all the time. The pro-abortionist is forcing us to live in their little moral world, in which case to accept the idea that it's perfectly fine to kill unborn babies. So, come on, everybody's got a stake in this. Everybody's pushing morality. So if they can do it, uh, why can't we? And it's, you know, if you just think about it for a minute, it's a bit silly. Uh, when Wilberforce and other Christians were fighting the slave trade, he would have got the same thing. Hey, stop pushing your morality on us. Keep it to yourself. You know, do what you want at home or in church, but don't try to force your morality. Well, fortunately, Wilberforce ignored that advice. And, uh, well, millions of black people today are eternally grateful that he did. Uh, This was an issue, a human rights issue, and therefore Wilberforce and the Christians then had every right and obligation to speak out on behalf, uh, in that case, of uh, black people, just as today I think we have every right to speak out on behalf of the unborn. It always impresses me the strength that we have from our biblical worldview, our understanding that God has revealed himself. And if we look on those commandments about uh, about life that God has given, we know that those things are not going to change. So when there are laws that we might perceive to be unjust laws, and in the, the sense that when we're talking about uh, the issues of abortion, there's always some morality to fall back on that says this is true and the law is wrong and it needs to be opposed. 
there's real strength, isn't there, in having a biblical foundation when you're actually speaking into an argument which might be all about this issue of abortion. Absolutely. There's a a law behind the law as, well, during the Nuremberg trials after the Second World War, uh, you know, the Nazis said, we're just following orders, and uh, the Allies rightly said, oh, wait a minute, there's a law above the law. There's a greater law that we must appeal to, not just man-made law. But on this case of something like abortion, well, you can have bad laws, just like there were bad laws a couple hundred years ago, which actually said a black is not a human being, uh, therefore you can treat them as you would property. Uh, that was bad law, bad legislation. It was based on bad morality. Fortunately, many people uh, fought that bad law and the bad morality. And today, at least in the West, we don't have slavery any longer. That's a good thing. That's a good outcome. And I would say it's a bad law to say unborn children are not human. Therefore, we can do with them as we wish. That's a bad law based on bad morality. So Christians and, well, there's even pro-life non-Christians have every right to engage in the public sphere to make their case and say, hey, there's another point of view on this, and we can work peacefully to uh, change the law. That's living in a democracy. That's what it's all about in a free society. So again, that has nothing to do with pushing your morality or forcing somebody else to abide by your point of view. When you're in the middle of it and you have a legislated position that is wrong according to the Bible, you've got to shake yourself a little bit and say what is true and what is right here. And if you can come to the conclusion that God's word is right and his morality is good, therefore that law needs to be opposed, we're actually seeing some of this in your homeland in the United States, Bill Muhlenberg, where on this issue of abortion, there are a lot of different changes and challenges to uh, to laws, and actually there's some positives that are coming out of the U.S. Yes, absolutely. Uh, many of the U.S. states, for example, are doing their own changes to legislation, whether banning abortion after a certain period or passing human personhood laws or uh, legislation about pain felt by babies in the womb during an abortion. So, yeah, there's changes being made, and uh, that's a good thing. Uh, that's moral progress when we can uh, recognize that we've made some bad choices in the past and we can work to change it now. So, again, nothing uh, abnormal or, you know, bullying about that. That's called living in a democracy, letting your voice be heard, and Christians and pro-lifers have as much right as anybody else to share their concerns in public. I guess, Bill, when we talk about imposing values, or at least that accusation that comes against Christians who might be pro-life, and and people even beyond Christianity who hold a pro-life position, because it's not just a Christian position to be pro-life. So when we actually impose some level of view, I guess the way we impose that view is important, that there is always going to be a need for gentleness in the way that we impose that view, because the accusation comes of you're imposing your values, oftentimes because we're actually being a little bit too harsh or too argumentative, uh, but there needs to be a certain gentleness about the position that a Christian brings. Sure, in the public debate, we always have to be 
kind, gracious, tactful, the whole bit, as we make our case in public. Uh, you know, we need to have the facts. We need to forcefully, strongly make our case, but do it uh, graciously as well. But, of course, once we enter the arena of law, well, law does impose upon us, unless it's mere advice, law always has uh, penalties for breaking a law. So if you run a red light, guess what? You'll get a fine if you're caught out. So uh, law does have this uh, enforcement part to it. And at the moment, we've got some bad laws when it comes to pro-life issues. And uh, we're looking to make changes there. So, uh, you know, the idea that you can't force morality, well, just about every law in the books is forcing some kind of morality, whether you like it or not, whether you like uh, running a red light or not, it's uh, there, and if you get caught, you'll be uh, punished accordingly. So that's the world we live in, and remember, God created both institutions. He created the state, God ordained the state to uh, deal with evil in a fallen world, but he also created the institution of the church. So we have a moral persuasion. We make our case winsomely and uh, carefully. The state enforces the laws. Uh, The church shares its point of view. And uh, that's how God made us, and that's how we can and should operate. I guess this word tolerance is an important one here, Bill, because it has a positive and a negative connotation to it. And we need to be tolerant to be involved in the discussion, in the debate, but at the same time uh, not allowing that word tolerance or the ways that people use tolerance today to be a deterrent for, for us to actually make a point of view. Yes, exactly. Uh, Tolerance is a word that's been hijacked big time by the others. That means we should just put up with everything and not be concerned about anything. Uh, Sorry, we shouldn't have been tolerant about slavery and the slave traders profiting off of uh, enslaved blacks. I don't think we should be tolerant today of the uh, wholesale destruction of unborn children. Uh, That's not what tolerance is all about. Uh, We should not tolerate that which is evil. We should stand up for that which is right. And again, in a democracy, we use persuasion. We try to change laws. We try to change the minds of politicians. So again, we're not forcing anybody to do anything, but we are engaging in the public debate, and we should if we're meant to be good Christians who are being salt and light. Well, always good insights from your articles, Bill Muhlenberg. I'll point listeners to Culture Watch. Simply Google Culture Watch and you'll find Bill Muhlenberg's articles. Uh, This one we're talking about today are pro-lifers imposing their values on others. You can get some good insights reading Bill's article. Bill, always good talking. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020 again today. Great to be with you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.